Hey, I'm Jessica Burke, the sleep coach just for big kids. As a mom, I know firsthand the sleep struggles that can happen when kids move from a crib to a big kid bed. Big kids are opinionated and strong-willed, and they can really wear down our patients at night. With over seven years of experience helping exhausted families, I'll give you actionable advice that you can use right away to get everyone sleeping better tonight. Let's get your toddler to sleep. Our toddlers and preschoolers love to be with us, and that is such a compliment to us. It shows that we've created a very strong, very secure bond with our kids, which is just what we want. But sometimes their intense desire to have us with them can cause lots of stalling and big emotions when it comes to bedtime. This is what we've all come to refer to as separation anxiety. Well, today I want to reframe the idea of separation anxiety and teach you a very simple, very fun, cute little project that you can do with your child to help ease some of those tensions at bedtime. First, I want you to understand that it is 100% normal and to be expected that kids are going to have some separation anxiety, some feeling of clinginess and like they don't want you to leave. That is all normal and to be expected. And it's actually a good thing because it shows that your child has a healthy attachment to you and feels safe with you. But it's also our job to help our kids understand that they're safe and they can be happy when they're away from us as well. When they go to school, when they stay home with a babysitter, or when they go visit grandma, it should be one of our parenting goals to foster that sense of independence in our kids as they get older. So if you have a child who struggles being left alone at bedtime, there are three things I want you to consider. First, are they ever comfortable being away from you? If yes, then that should make you feel good because if they're able to go to school all day without you and have a good time and then come home, that should make you feel confident that they are comfortable spending time away from you and they can get comfortable with it at bedtime as well. If no, if they really never seem comfortable being without you even during the day, start encouraging that independent play during daytime before you even start working on bedtime. What you could do is get them involved in an activity where they're kind of playing happily Set a timer for two minutes or five minutes or 10 minutes, and then let them know that you're going to go to the bathroom or go start making dinner and that you'll be right back. Once the timer goes off and then you come back, you're going to say something like, great job. You're playing all by yourself and mommy was in the bathroom and it looks like you were having a good time. What this does is it points out to them that they were alone just now without you and they were having a good time. It helps to build their self-confidence and that feeling of independence and make them feel more secure in moments where they are alone. Second, is there a chance that you're passing on some of your own anxieties? This admittedly can be a tough one to assess. Whether you have some anxieties about something that may have happened in your childhood, or maybe you've dealt with a difficult situation with your child in the recent past, it can be a little bit difficult to assess this and does take a little bit of self-reflection. Let me give you an example. When my own daughter moved out of a crib and into a toddler bed, one night she rolled off the bed and she hit her head kind of bad on the bedside table when she was rolling out of the bed. And I felt horrible. I mean, we all know the mom guilt. I felt horrible. I was like, of course I should have had a bed rail on there. The bed was too high. The bedside table was too close to the bed. I mean, I, I felt awful about that, even though it was just a total fluke accident. Now I could have pulled her into my bed and let her sleep with me so that I knew that she would be safer and not roll out of the bed. I could have, you know, put her in between my husband and I, I could have laid in the bed with her 
on the edge to help protect her from falling out. And even though that might've relieved some of my own anxiety, I knew that it would deliver the message to her, your bed isn't safe. And that's not what I wanted to do. So I added the bed rail, I moved the bedside table a little bit farther away, and we all went on sleeping in our own beds. When we let our own anxieties cloud the situation, it can really send mixed signals to our kids. So if you are feeling anxious, like you don't feel like your child can stay in the room and and sleep in their own bed all night, your kid is going to pick up on that from you. And then staying in their room isn't going to feel safe to them either. Remember, our goal is to raise healthy, well-adjusted kids. And kids start asserting their independence around two and a half, three years old. And this is something we should really be encouraging, whether it's getting dressed by themselves or cleaning up their own toys, even if they don't do it the right way, and also falling asleep by themselves. And here's the third thing to consider. Is it separation anxiety or is it just a change they're not used to yet? If your child is used to having you lay with them while they fall asleep at night, and then you start the process to gradually remove yourself from the room so that your child can become more of an independent sleeper, you're probably going to get some pushback from your child. I mean, it'd be kind of weird if you didn't, right? It's not really a sudden onset of separation anxiety, especially if they're comfortable spending time without you during the day. It's really just a natural reaction to a change that they're not used to yet. Personally, I think calling your child's big emotions at bedtime separation anxiety maybe makes it sound a little bit scarier than what it actually is. Our kids are used to what they're used to, whether that's you laying in the room with them, you sitting in their room, them sleeping in your bed. And if you start to make a change that they don't like, it's natural that you're going to see some pushback from them because it's just a change that they're not used to yet. They're used to the sleep habits that you already have well-established in your family. To help your child get used to being separated from you, doctors recommend keeping goodbyes brief and developing a ritual for leaving. Keeping goodbyes brief is key. If you keep going back and saying goodbye and leaving and going back and saying goodbye and leaving again and again and again, it's going to send the message that maybe there is something to be worried about. I mean, you appear worried, right? Because you keep saying you're going to leave, but then you keep coming back and then you leave and you keep coming back. So it gives your child the message that maybe there's something to be worried about. When you can keep your goodbyes brief, it shows your confidence and it helps your child feel more comfortable. Developing a ritual for leaving is a great idea. And it's exactly what I teach for bedtime in my toddler sleep course, Sleep Tight Without a Fight. I'm going to teach you one of my favorite exercises that you can do with your kid to help them feel more comfortable when you're separated from them at bedtime. I love the book, The Invisible String by Patrice Karst. It is a great book to read for bedtime. It's about how we're all connected by like an invisible string of love, even when we're not together. So when we're in different rooms of the house or when we're at work and at school, or even with family members in different states, it is a great, great bedtime book. Here is a cute art project that you can do that goes along with the Invisible String book. Go ahead and cut out two heart shapes, just cut them out of construction paper, and then have you and your child each decorate one of the hearts. Then take that heart and tape it up on the wall of your bedroom right next to your bed. And then your child knows whenever they touch that heart, even when you're sleeping in different rooms, that you guys are still connected because of your invisible string. Remember, the more confident that you are, your kids are going to pick up on it. 
You're here learning new sleep tools because you know how important great sleep is for your kids' health and development. If you wanna go even deeper and learn all about my rest method, join me in my next free Toddler Sleep Masterclass. Reserve your spot at toddlersleepmasterclass.com.